Hello, hello, everybody. I want to say welcome to the third episode of Talks with Tizzle. Happy New Year to everybody and blessings. I want to go ahead and let the artist speak for themselves and introduce that song that I was just playing for you guys. Go ahead, Serena. Hello, this is Serena. Happy New Year. So let them know about that song that I was just playing right now. Um, yeah, that's Dance Floor. It was one of the tracks of my album, Crashed Aspirin. The record is breaking in Atlanta market. It's playing on Dash Radio, Taste Radio. It was playing on events sponsored by Red Bull. So I'm I'm very lucky, I guess. Oh, that's dope. I'm proud of you for that. That's really dope. So where can we yeah, find I'm closing you? 220 with a with an Atlanta breaking record. Right. I'm, okay. Nothing I'm major, but I still. I plan to see you on Billboard soon then, huh? Thank you, baby. Man, so where can we find that song? Okay, so the song is available in all digital platforms. Uh, Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music, um, Deezer, Napster. Um, it's also available on my website for download. Uh, visit my website on www.serenadina.com. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. I know people hear your accent, so they're probably wondering where you're from. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Small introduction. Let the people know your name and where you're from and like what you do. Okay, perfect. So um, I'm from Cyprus originally. It's just a small island in the Middle East. Um, I lived in London for nine years and I moved there for studies. Um, I'm a singer, songwriter, dancer, rapper and fashion entrepreneur. And I'm very happy to actually, you know, share with you my, my story, uh, my new music, my plans and get to know you better well thank you i appreciate that i'm i'm pretty sure our listeners are very intrigued and, and want to know like more conversation so being that you know we both do music like what are you got going on right now like are you working with artists like what are you got going on as far as your music yeah sure i'm working with um producers songwriters uh, rappers i just released a track with a grammy nominated producer rmb justice uh, the song is called You Should Know. Um, I re- released a record with Young Frenchie, 808, in Miami. Um, the record surpassed um, 500,000 streams on Spotify. So we're hoping uh, on going platinum with that record. It's called Drip. Ooh. And I have a few more records coming oh, up. Because we're done. That's dope. That's super dope. Like, I like to see that um, independent artists are able to still pull in numbers and still do things without necessarily having to have a label backing them. So yes. what would you give an advice about that as far as, like, being an independent artist? Like, what's just how they sh- should the artists go about that? Yeah, the independent artists are becoming the future of the music industry. The music industry, you know, implies certain lifestyle choices that you need to be aware of before diving in and it should be approached seriously is more than just a full-time job many musicians become burnouts and so just walk with knowledge and a touch of grace that's my advice that's some dope advice and i would i would piggyback off that too like um it's hard work like and it's like night and day like it's consistently telling people that you do music getting your word out there um being on social media and also this new app that I actually met this artist on that we're talking to you guys. 
we um it's called Clubhouse. It is, I, I advise anybody who has an iPhone to um download it and like get connected with people and make dope connections because as an artist you need those connections and you need people to hear what you're saying and what you're doing and also like you need to be dedicated to it because nothing's handed to you in this in this industry it's kind of like you got to earn it and take it and snatch it so that's what i would say as well definitely and you know successful entrepreneurs treat themselves as an asset i i feel like musicians should treat their music their craft master their craft and use it as an asset exactly and and on top of that like um i would say like just because someone may say oh i can sign you or i can do this like don't necessarily take that in without like having a lawyer look over it because there's a lot of people who are stuck in like crazy contracts for years and can't do anything or are being shelved so it's like you're signed but you can't work and do any other type of music so please um be aware of yourself and don't just dive like she don't like she said don't just dive into something of course and you know and if you're really a role about the money learning how to put braces on a teenager is, is a far smarter move than picking up a mic exactly <laughs> Like, if you're not really into music and this is not something that you're passionate about, please just don't start doing stuff. I mean, if you have success, that is very, you know, that's much blessings to you. But, like, this is a serious craft, and there's a lot of people out here that, you know, really work hard and really are dedicated to their music and their craft to make something out of it. Yeah. So I was reading something about, like, um, There's a lot of overrated things that people think about the music industry. Like, what do you what do you have to say on that? I think I personally believe that there are stereotypes of professional musicians tend to stick to one pole or another. They're either a world famous arena touring artist with a luxurious lifestyle, or they're down on their luck playing in a dive while foregoing a normal job. So, right. and that's true. That's that's just fact. And what I'm saying is, for the most part, culture looks at the big picture. You know, um, I'm not saying it's all black and white. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not trying to be, um, you know, I'm not trying to be discouraging new artists of doing it. I, I'm just saying, just know what is it that was your vision you know like how do do you vision to produce because in the yeah. end of the day you need to have a complete artistic freedom to express yourself through your art right right and i think a lot of the times people get caught up like with industry like as far as like they see music videos they see the girls they see the money but like They don't know, like, all that work that went into, like, one shot of a music video. Like, how many girls' makeup needed to be done or how many outfit changes that took. So, it's, like, it's not all, like, what you see. It's a lot of work behind that. And it's a lot of people working behind that. So, like, if you're an independent artist and you don't have a budget like that, don't look at these artists and be, like, I need to do that unless you have that budget. Like, and don't discourage yourself. You know, because these people have millions of dollars behind them. So, of course, you're not going to have a video on a yacht with, with 30 females or a girl have a video 
she she doesn't have a budget, but you want a video with a diamond bathtub, like you know that it doesn't work. So you got to do what's for you and make the best of it. Yeah, it's Until a war zone. That's it how is. It's a war zone. And I like the fact that um, I know that you're a versatile artist. So like, what makes you? How do you? How are you inspired by song that makes you choose the type of song that you do? I'm inspired by life experiences. Um, you know, it's, it's funny, actually, because there are plenty of themes that singers use in the lyrics of their music, from love and heartbreak to party anthems and aspirations. And that goes the same for me. And I guess for you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's one common thing artists refer to a lot. And that's cars. Yeah. Sports cars. So I I hope to own one one day. So, yes. (laughs) So I'm obviously inspired by love, heartbreak, um, you know, just sitting on the train, traveling from one city to to another city and just writing lyrics. But then again, you know, the most common thing that, I'm referring to sometimes I catch myself writing about cars and, you know, this lucrative lifestyle. But that's, I mean, that's nice. And it's like, I feel like because like some things, like the way you said it, how you're inspired by it, I'm pretty sure the way you write it is in an inspiring way or like that's what you like and that's what you want. So when you put in the air what you want and what you like, you're manifesting what you want. So that's a great way to, I would, think about writing something that's dope to think like that yeah that's very true actually that's very true so i would agree with you on that because like um well for me because i've been i sing but um i've been focusing more on rap because i feel like it's more therapeutic for me as far as like feeling wise Mm -hmm. because if i have a bunch of feelings bottled up i can just go write a rap real quick and spit it and like record it and boom and it's like it's so dope to me and i i found myself like before i really took rap serious was like I had a problem with um, trying to figure out what I wanted to sound like or who I wanted to be or how do I not sound like someone else. So once I came to that that realization of who I was as an artist, everything of writing started to come more naturally and more like off the bat. Like I'll hear a beat and like I got a whole verse ready for like in five minutes, you know. So I've been more inspired off of moments versus me like doing things. Okay, I get it. So you're trying to and get things out of your chest yeah so it's like i'm not necessarily like expressing what made me angry but i'm directing that anger or whatever emotion that is towards the passion in my track at the moment so you're not only writing what like it's not only represents what you do but also what you believe exactly yes and what i stand on and what I don't tolerate and stuff like that. Cause you know, with rap, you're more, ex- you can be more aggressive in your expression or how you say things, you know? Yeah. I mean, so, that's how music and culture work together, you know, because yeah. culture includes everything from the food you eat to the TV shows you watch, as well as art, you know, language, fashion, dance, and more. Yeah, honestly. And I don't think people realize, um, the outs as much as they don't want to like admit but uh, we subconsciously we have a lot of outside influences that affects the way we are whether we uh, realize it or not but it also depends on how you direct that and you know 
how you make it for yourself. Yeah, those are the external factors that actually create an image and a brand for yourself. Those external factors are very much influencing your brand, your brand image, your brand identity and everything. Yeah, like who you're supposed to brand to and how you brand. And um, I've been learning that a lot on Clubhouse because, like, you know, sit in there and there's, like, A&R directors. There's so many different people and you get to hear all this information. It's like, wow, like, I'm so grateful to be a part of an app like that and, um, you know, like, meet people like you, such as yourself. So thank you for, like, doing this interview, by the way. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for your time. So outside of music, like, what else do you have going on? I have my fashion brand that I'm spending some quality time on. I just launched uh, my green collection. I just um, also I launched my record label. is an imprint label with Orchard Sony. Uh, thank you, Hit Songs Group, for that. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just focusing on putting together some outfits for my Grimm collection. I have um, a sportswear collection, winter wear, and it's all women's wear for now as part of my women empowerment. The problem, I hate that. I'm so happy <laughs> for the But every time I hear someone have a clothing line, I'm like, I want to look, you know, us guys want to look fancy too. Like, you know, like for instance, Fashion Nova, like they make girls look fantastic, but the guys is kind of like, huh. So to, to put that out there to all the fashion designers, us guys want to look good too, you know? But to, not to cut you off, but go ahead and say what you're saying. Yeah, I might consider adding um, a menswear line too in the future as, as I'm expanding it. You start like some shirts and pants, you know, something simple. Yeah, and socks. I was thinking about like t-shirts, hoodies, and socks for men's. Because at the moment I do t-shirts for women and vest okay. tops, graphic tees. For women, I thought, you know, I might just add some, you know, menswear on the merch site and keep the so fashion for brand the, for women. What type do you offer as far as, like, what women can, like, what they what they can purchase from you? They can purchase uh, the outfits from my website and Instagram, Facebook. They can find me on Green Collection or you can go directly to my website and, you know, add uh, your outfits to the back and just buy it. Um, there are no any sales going on right now, but I'm sure in the future I'll be, you know, adding sales and giveaways. So keep an eye on it. Okay, okay, that's fancy. So make sure y'all guys really go check her website out and get you some sales and go crazy in the shopping cart. I'm just saying. <laughs> get your treats. So... Outside of that, do you do anything other other businesses or like are you just chilling right now? What do you got going for the what are you planning for the twenty twenty one year? Yeah, twenty twenty one. Um I have already uh I think I have three new tracks coming up, January, February, March. Oh that's that's a dope rollout. Yeah, I have a trap so R and B track coming up. I have a drum and bass remix of my song Mood um coming up playing on represent radio by dj pale blue in the uk uh, and of course i'm having the uk is like a super dope market because like i've been getting like all my streams when i check i've been getting so much love from the uk so thank you guys over there like thank you so much that's so dope 
So your target market is in the UK and mine is in the US. It's funny like that. Like <laughs> I've been noticing, like like my my numbers battle in between like United States and UK. Like so it'll be like one week it's you you asked and the next week it's UK and I'm like thank you and then like my brother he's in the army he's also stationed in Germany so like a lot of plays come from Germany and stuff and over in the UK and I'm like wow that's so crazy but I so, think that I, the UK market um is more acceptable for you know grime rappers and certain other market like drum and bass is very popular um, right. So there are certain genres that are really popping in the UK market right now. And you know, by me, I'm like a independent artist. So like, I just um, I've been learning a lot of this stuff on my own and like having to understand what things mean, like metrics and stuff like that. So just doing that and like, I'm like, wow, I'm learning so much. And it's like, I kind of it stresses me out at sometimes because I'm like, dang, I'm doing everything by myself, but I'm so glad to have had this experience to um, gain that knowledge throughout the time of me doing music right now. Yeah, definitely. We're growing and and learning, you know, like most musicians aren't afforded the same investment opportunities. Right. But, you know, I, most recent rappers aren't as rich as they will have you believe no matter what the Instagram account show you. Right. So it's so good and big up to all of our listeners for supporting uh, independent artists, you know? Yeah, because this is a tough market as far as being, especially, like you said, we don't have the money to back yourself. Like, you kind of go off of hopes and, like, mm-hmm. play things. So it's like, I'm just trying to get to that point where, like, I can get, like, a backing and someone believes in me, like, hey, like, let's go, let's push your career. Because, like, at this point, I'm, like, ready to go. Like, the gas is, the pedal's, like, on the floor, about to go through the floor. Like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> like, Yeah, living the high life, baby. So, right. So, like, I was just saying, like, for 2021, like, for me, I don't know. I'm really uh very skeptical of this year because it's, uh, um, it's kind of the way 2020 went. It's, uh, I don't know what to expect. And, mm-hmm. And I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, how do I set my plays up before anything happens? And, like, if something were to happen, how do I maneuver through that? Like, that's how, what I'm feeling like right now. How do you feel? I think the music industry is definitely transforming. And it's a little bit scary since most of the live shows are canceled or postponed. And we can always, you know, push online, release brand new content release more records um you know add those records on spotify playlists i just don't want to find myself holding back from making those money moves you know do do you find yourself holding back for 2021 until the world is back right again um well i kind of was like because like for the for last year I was releasing just singles and remixes to build a buzz for myself. So um this year I plan on like focusing on my first mixtape and my single, but what I have planned then and what I have planned now is kinda like I don't like you said, I don't wanna really like go super duper hard and like I feel like since I'm not a, such a big artist, I think putting out a big body of work would kind of be not a waste, but 
it wouldn't get the respect or the listen that it deserves because of certain aspects that are affecting everything, I would say. So the way I'm going to release my songs is probably like, you know, release a few singles and drop either third quarter of this year. That way I'm still getting like maybe I don't know how it's going to be third quarter, but that's way I'll have the momentum at least. Yeah, that just sounds just right to me. Um, you know, you, you get different opinions when it comes to releasing music. Uh, rappers and hip hoppers will tell you keep releasing music every week, if, if possible, every day, every other day. For other artists, you know, if you want to put um, a, badge, a band of songs together as a mixtape and do like a, a collective work, then I guess you have to wait and, you know, put your best songs together and make a mixtape or create an album. Um, right. So there's not really a recipe on how to release music and stuff. It's, it's honestly not because I'm like, people tend to try to follow like as far as like how celebrities release, but yeah, you know, like they have anticipation built in promotion, all this back. So it's like, you know, people are waiting for that. So it's like, we got to figure out what's our way to get attention. What's like, if you, you know, at certain days, like, oh, I'm only, I'm only releasing songs on Wednesday. So like your, your fans are going to be like every Wednesday or a random Wednesday, I'm going to get a song. So it's like, you got to, people have to learn to build things for themselves. And that's what I've been learning as well. Like, as far as like, not trying to take someone else's path. I mean, I believe in taking bits and pieces from people's paths, mm -hmm. but what worked for the next person may not work for you. So you got to always find your own niche to things. Facts. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Cause I just been, you know, I'm 28 now and um, I experienced some things and I've been just trying to um, learn more and be more open to information and also not, not miss past information because I was in my own way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was, um, talking with a few friends and we were all discussing like how coronavirus affected our lives whether we got sick or whether it was a financial thing or a family member like so how's coronavirus been affecting you i think the biggest okay i wouldn't i don't like complaining but since the covid 19 outbreak i wasn't able to travel a lot and that's something that I've missed a lot because I'm stuck in the island right now. Um, and I wish I was in London, you know, uh, putting the work, networking with people. I think it's one thing when you network with people online and it's a completely different story when you meet the person in person. Exactly. So I'm mm. thinking like, COVID-19 really affected my business. I see music as a business and it's really affecting my networking and PR meetings uh, with other artists, with videographers. For, I mean, nothing is stopping you from making a video, but everything seems to be at high risk right now. Mm -hmm. So you don't really want to put yourself into that position that you're traveling you know, you're on a plane and now you catch, 
you're catching the, I don't know, COVID-19 and now you're positive and, you know, it's just certain things that hold you back either from traveling or going to the recording studio. So you could work from home and it's effective. It's definitely effective because you learn to work in a, in a workspace that you design for yourself. You can still reach people through Clubhouse, Instagram, Twitter, but it's not the same. I'm not a Twitter person too much. Um, Like, I'm on there, but it's only mostly to, like, connect with people who don't have, like, Instagram or something. Like, I feel like, for me personally, it moves too fast. (laughs) So, I'm, like, always on there, like, whoa, like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Like, who do I, what do I read? Like, you know, so for me, I'm more of an Instagram person and recently clubhouse person so i like that but i feel like but i feel like um facebook is more like it's dying off to me i don't know how you feel about that but i think it's like slowly but surely like creeping away and like the certain things i see on facebook i'm like i don't even want to be on here anymore yeah no when you say you want to delete your profile or something um i'm using all digital platforms in the beginning of my career, I was using Twitter like crazy, but you're so right when you said that it's so fast. Um, I get that. Yeah. Then I moved to Instagram. I thought Instagram is quite, it's quite interesting for artists. Uh, I made some good connections. Facebook, I think Facebook and Instagram is similar to me. Similar results. Well, I- what about now Clubhouse? I th- How you find it? Um, Clubhouse actually. Um, I don't know if you know about like the Shade Room and stuff. It's like a blog that's in big in America on the on Instagram. Um, they keep up with like most like um pop culture and stuff like that, and like rappers and artists. But anyway, um, it was like artists like Kate Michelle and people like that. They were like on there, Meek Mill and Twenty One Savage. And it was, like, hitting the news, like, that this app was here. But, it was like, I didn't know about it until, like, I just kept hearing Clubhouse, Clubhouse, Clubhouse. And I'm like, well, what the hell is that? So um, I go download it, and it's like, you got to wait. And, like, we'll hold your username, da 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 And then one day I look up, and somebody's like, oh, someone invited you to join. And I'm like, oh, dope, because, like, I wanted to see what it's about. So I got on, and the first day it was kind of like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you felt the first day, but the first day I'm like, "What the hell is this?" And then you know, I've been on it about five days now, so I got the hang of it now. But as you know, going through the rooms and listening to certain conversations, I was um, I learned how um, great of a network tool it was because the information that I was receiving is like people pay thousands of dollars to go sit in seminars. And like listen to this type of stuff or like pay for packages to get this information. And so, you know, once you start to learn to maneuver, you get to like be in rooms with people that you never thought. Like the other day I was in a room with the um CEO of Clubhouse. Oh wow. Um yeah, I went to another room. It was a guy that was a CEO in Sony, like he's an AR. Um the TikTok CEO was in there. It was just a lot of people, and they were just giving a lot of great information on how to set your bio up and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know your experience for Clubhouse, but that was just mind-blowing for me when I first got on. Mm-hmm. A lot of professional people and then a lot of 
music executives and it, it's just um i'm really all about networking and i think clubhouse is the place to be for networking especially right now i don't know when this app started but i joined the app like um 10 days ago so i'm a newbie okay. i'm a newbie i need some guidelines on how to use clubhouse right and I'm but i'm just, really enjoying it i love gotta, it gotta work together i think not to, to sidebar i think we should start our own group and like you know we'll talk about that later but moderate it and add like artists and people and hopefully build it and you know 100%. make sure like we can do that because i'm seeing that's what people are doing they're kind of building a team on there and like creating their set moderators and things like that and i think we we both have great information to give and also i think we have great energy to attract great people so on the, on another thing after we're done with this we'll talk about that that would be awesome but yeah so i don't know how your experience has been on uh, clubhouse my experience been great i met some dope ass producers um some dope ass uh, social media managers um i just love being there and you know listening to different ig growth engagement tips and secrets and marketing marketing tips so i'm i'm more on that side of things sometimes i play my record and get feed, get some feedback so far it was positive actually for my record kali love so that's what i usually do or sometimes i just go there and talk shit yeah, like, I know, like, you know, some days I'm, I'm in there for business, and then there's times I'm like, I want to hear it. I want to be ratchet. I want to I talk shit. I want to joke around, make a little laugh or whatever. So I really enjoy that, you know, you can find different things in Clubhouse. But overall, I have gained an interview with you. I gained another interview with multiple other people, a financial advisor. That episode is going to come out soon. Um, I've gained, like, to do promotion for skincare products so for me, it's been very very beneficial very beneficial well done i'm so happy for you actually yeah like it's like i'm like wow this is so dope i'm like this is crazy to me yeah you can get some sponsorships in there as well yeah because i'm like this doesn't make no sense has has to how everything is so connected i'm like wow this is crazy to yeah me. you're connecting the dots in there that's how i feel yeah, because I, I, was, I was like, I sat back for a few days and I'm like, I would talk, but then like now I kind of see how it's going. And like I said, people are creating their own groups and people are building teams on there. And then there's like certain DJs that like start a whole podcast and they're like telling me like what to do. And so I just really been in there like networking and like talking to people and introducing myself to people. And it's also helping me like be more open as far as like, um, promoting myself because you know a lot of times as an artist it gets tiring or you're you don't know how somebody react to you so you don't may not want to tell about yourself but I like that the platform is very open for everybody to express like information and and who they are and what they do and also be able to interest someone else all at the same time you know without the stigma of Instagram I feel like Instagram is like a <clears throat> excuse me um it's like a it's like a fairy tale world in a way because you're allowed mm-hmm. to do whatever you want I, like with this app it's mostly voice so it's like you like you can only do so much with your voice you know so i love i love it for that aspect. yes you you present yourself in certain way you carry yourself in a different way than how you carry it in instagram and it's so important mm-hmm. to for us artists to get sociable 
you know, be part of the group and belong, belong somewhere. Right. And I've like I've been on there what about well, I've five days officially, but like four days actually being active and I've already hit like almost five hundred followers Yay. now. I think I'm about three hundred and three hundred followers or something. Yeah. Yeah, and it, sometimes I've learned like just even sitting in certain groups, the people just follow you because they're looking at your profile and everything like that. And I don't want to go to follow if you so I like I moderate my follows, but I follow back because I'm interested in that are following me and they have a lot of things going on. And also, I know there's, like, I guess there's, like, um, groups you can be a part of on there, I've been learning. Yeah. So, I got added to six groups already. Yeah, I, I think I'm added on CEOs, OG, something like Women in the Industry, and UK Jobs Board. I think those are the groups that I'm following right now. Right. So, I'm, like, I'm actually super-duper grateful for this app. And I was, like, but I'm, I'm kind of worried as far as... <laughs> how it when it's open to mm, yeah that that would be interesting because you know i think i'm enjoying it right now because it's on a closed circle i don't know how yeah. i will react when it opens to the public do you think that that would ever happen to this app go like um, public and they're saying it's gonna go public in like less than 80 no. days so it's like it's best to like get in there now and make your stamp because you know like the more you're in groups or the more you I think like I said I'm gonna talk to you later about creating a group and making that more of a thing a daily thing. Um, if you notice the way it's set up, the people who have the like any you know any social app, the people who have the most followers are always presented the most, yeah. right? And what I've been what I've been looking at it is certain list that you're on the more followers you have it automatically raises you above the next person or the more connected you are to people you shoot straight up to like group chats and things of that nature so i think this app is really like studying the the way people interact and who interacts and how they interact so i feel like when it gets open to the public i think it's going to be a bit more saturated because mm. it's going to be any it's not going to be such a network exclusive thing anymore it's just going to probably be like another chat line type of app and i hope they don't do it's going that. to be another social media platform yeah and i, I kind of like that it's like not exclusive but i like the fact that it's like artists it's videographers it's entrepreneurs it's um people that do money people that invest things Facts. people that do everything so i kind of like that the fact that we're doing that and you know I think when it opens to the public, it's going to be really like annoying because I think it's going to be hard, to, harder to control because like now the value will increase and people are going to be like doing whatever they want to do. So I just hope they keep it the way it is as far as like the type of people that are on there. I mean, of course, I know there's probably regular people on there, but for the fact that it's like really dope for us artists and people that of that nature and, and industry people and it's allowing the people that kind of eliminating the middleman, like, or like the mysteriousness, because every kind of people be in these group chats. So I think it's more beneficial for people who are actually doing something as far as like making a business or being an entrepreneur or something like that. Yeah. And I mean, they're giving so, away, as you said, like valuable information. And we deserve as artists to have a platform just for ourselves to, to spark and to, you know, to showcase our spark. Uh, because Instagram, Twitter is open to everyone, so you get all types of people. I think we deserve an app that's 
solely for artists, entrepreneurs, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that was the whole purpose of it. Cause like when I, like I said, when I first heard of it, it was mostly celebrities or like influencers or like people in the business that were on it. So then like, like now my experience has been that same thing. So I just hope it stays like that. And it's kind of more cl- like when they do allow people to join, like they have to be doing something. I feel like that's what they should, that's what it should be. We should keep on. the flow going within the, within right. the arts. Let's keep the flow going and the energy flowing within the arts and leave, you know, the rest of the people join, I don't know, different different clubs, different groups, different rooms for general public. Yeah, because I think that's what would be more helpful. I just hope they don't try to monetize it, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, I, I actually have no, had no idea that it's going public soon. I thought it would remain. Yeah, like, I, no, I've been in a few groups and they're like, yeah, it's going public in less than 80 days. So everybody needs to make the most of this. Damn, right I feel special for a minute. <laughs> right. Now, I'm like, ooh, what clubs can I join? Or what can I do to, like, you know, make my stamp on this app? And, you know, I've been reading the more you become moderator, the more you start your own groups that establishes you in the app. So that's why I was going to leak on that. But on to something else. I was, I was wondering, I want to pick your brain about mm-hmm. this. So, being that we both do music and everything, like, what are some that you feel that you are ignored by and you feel like you shouldn't be? Like, you know, people don't give you your credit for it. Okay. Um, I haven't been given a credit for working so hard i mean you know spotify apple music does not they don't really convert into money um so i think the credit that i'm looking for is a financial credit and as i said i'm hoping that this record is going platinum because that for me is a big thing to hold a platinum record like the records have passed 500k streams but i don't really see any credit out of it you get what i mean so okay 500k streams but where where is my flowers (laughs) you know where's my flowers right um so I think as artists, we need to stick together and somehow demand a financial reward as well as um, a plaque. You know what? Because yeah. it's a job. It's a job. The money, my money's going uh, to, to the office nine to five and he get paid for being at the office. Uh, when I'm in the studio... I want to get paid for laying down my vocals and, you know, I'm, I'm really singing my heart out. Right. And I feel like being an artist, um, we have to mm-hmm. wear a lot of hats. Like you got to be a model. You have to be a somewhat of an engineer, somewhat of a producer. Um, you got to be, you got to know your angles. You got to know how to act in certain like, things. Like it's so much that ex- is expected of an artist. And it's like when you're a beginning artist, it's like even though you make, like you said, have a lot of streams, it's like 
you don't really see that until someone gives you that push. And I feel like it's kind of unfair. We're working just as hard, or if not harder, than an artist that's All big, that. you know? So I definitely agree with that one. That is something I thought about as well. Like, dang, like, I'm putting all this work. I mean, I'm glad I'm getting somewhere, but it's like, I where's the money? Like, not that I'm thinking about the money because I was like, I love to do music, but like after a while, it's like, dang, like, like you said, it's a job. Like I'm doing all of this stuff, and I feel like artists are not paid as they should be as far as like, a rec- right. like getting streams. Like I feel like artists are getting like dope streams on their own, then they should get like you know it should be a different chart for independent artists for Billboard. So that way, when they do finally reach Billboard, people already kind of seen them all. The, they were on the independent Billboard charts. I don't know if they have a chart like that, but I yeah, think they should. Anybody's listening. And then from there, um, the executives will have access to scout independent artists. So what you're saying, is make, it makes sense. Exactly. But I think everything is like, everybody's so money hungry. So it's like, I could do that, but why would I do that type of thing? And it's like, that's wild that things like there's so much, everything's so money hungry, which I understand labels put a lot of money. But the artist is like, first of all, when you become a big artist, you lose your privacy. You're like, you belong to the world. Can't do nothing wrong. You have to be acting right. You have to do the things that you do. Anything can you say can be taken wrong. It's like a lot of things are placed on the artist. The role models. And some of them are bad role models and some others are good role models. Um, And, you know, the little girls and the little boys are looking up to these people. They wear what they, what the celebrities are wearing. And, you know, it's a very influential and inspiring thing to be doing music. I just feel like it should be, as you said, it should be rewarded. And it should, I think we don't take artists as seriously as we think we do. Um, I find kids and, you know, just random people who listen to certain tracks on TikTok that went viral. But did they actually go to listen to the whole album? Or did they just listen 30 seconds of the viral meme by the dancer, the influencer, the, you know, the whatever, and doing that 30 seconds promo? Or did you actually go to the album to listen all 13 tracks and appreciate the rapper story what they exactly and i feel like like you said with not to hate on influence or anything i'm proud of anybody that yeah me that too. anybody's doing but um I, the leverage is being really awkwardly pushed like artists are like competing with influencers as far as like streams and stuff and i'm like i I'm, i don't knock anybody but i'm like that's not fair like what is going it's on not fair i think i think that's another down of being an artist that the world doesn't know you for your albums but they know you for the lambo the bentley car the video that you did with the pretty girl and the pretty boy so but that's the industry of 2021 you know but uh, 20 going to 21 um i think things should change and be more about the quality of the music and we can keep the Lambos and the chains and everything. I just think that people should really look into artists' stories, not just the Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, social media platforms, but really 
listen to the music or go to Genius and read the lyrics, you know? But what is that person really right. talking about other than the pretty girl who is doing the meme on TikTok? Because TikTok is a new thing right it now. Actually, and everybody goes on TikTok now. TikTok, I, yeah, I've heard, like, I don't, I've, I've kind of been on there dabbled with it, but I don't really quite understand it, so it's not for me. But I've heard people like, yeah, it's so dope. I got, you know, I'm not too much of a video person. Like, I take pictures here and there. But, like, the video thing and set it up, I'm like, people really have a lot of time to edit those things and, like, you know, do all that. So, I was like, much success to them. And thank thank you to those people who actually break yeah. the song on there. But for, it's not for me at this You're moment. You're focusing on music and I don't know. sound. Yeah, and I think I like this podcast because not only am I able to you know express myself outside of music but also um have real conversations with people and what they're doing and hopefully that they listen to it and and are inspired by whoever i'm speaking to and also whatever i'm saying because like you said people don't know people outside of the music so i think and i also can branch my music and other people's music with this platform so i'm that's what was my main goal like i need to figure out a way to still be myself but also be an artist i think this is like Definitely. a dope way to do it. Definitely. Big ups. Thank you so much. So we're going to round this episode off with a few little random questions and hope you are up to play with them. So I'm going to do like three random questions and I just want you to yeah, say like whatever game. comes to your Come mind. On. So what is a good breakfast for you on a day? Like a random day? Like what do you want? Like what is your favorite okay, breakfast? Okay, let's do this. French do? toast. French toast. Okay. Uh, what is one thing that you don't like about your life that you wish you can change? Damn, I wish I was living in a penthouse. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Last question. If you can change anything in the whole wide world for the better of humanity, what would it be? Okay, so I would love to that's for women. I would love to make women more important in the business. I would like to make the women's voice heard in meetings. I would like to raise the salaries for women in the industry. And I would really love to play a key role for bringing new artists in the game. Yeah. I like the answer. I like I like that. I would I love to have the that. power to so actually this bring bre- people to the game and invest on the people. I would love to have the power and be on a key role position to do that. I think, like I said, speaking into existence is mm-hmm. manifestation, you know? 100%. So with, right. So I will thank you for coming on my show and spending your time and talking to the people and, and you know, and actually engaging. I appreciate you. Let them know where every, let people know where they can find you at, what you're doing, your businesses and all that before we head out. So of go and follow me on Instagram. It's Serena BH. Twitter is Serena BH. All social media handle is Serena BH. Go follow me. Uh, get in touch with me ask me questions let's do a feature together let's work together go visit my website 
www.serenadina.com. You can find my Vivo link, YouTube link, Spotify link, all sort of links. And let's stay in touch. I'm sending all my love and blessing your way. And I'm hoping for a better year uh, with plenty of surprises. Exactly. <laughs> let's make it the year of surprises. Okay. I might be in a key role to bring art right. in the game. <laughs> that's my wish. Okay, that's my wish for the new year. Y'all heard it here first on Talks with Tizzle. So with that being said, that will wrap up this third episode. Please tune in. It will drop at 9 p.m. I will be doing all kind of podcasts, anything. Once again, thank you so much for stopping by and talking to us. We'll have to get you on another episode in the future. Appreciate you so much.